the wine is shiny, blues up. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Hello everyone, happy Whiny Palooza Wednesday. No need to whine, it's Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Have some wine and join us on Whiny Palooza Wednesday with the Green family. Cha-cha chicken. Cheers, go get some wine and join us. Ella, go ahead, honey. Thank you for being our Thank you, my sizzle singer. Thank sizzle. you, my singer. Our jingle singer. How is everyone doing tonight? We are in Buffalo, New York, and we are about to get a lot of snow. What about you? Where do you live? How is the weather? If you have warm weather, I am super jealous right now. And my topic this week is everybody fights. And I had... I picked this for my book club this um, in for January. This was our January book, The Holderness Family. Everybody fights. If you don't know The Holderness Family, go find them. They're hysterical. They do lots of parodies. Parody songs. Parody songs. Views. And um, did not know what to expect from their book. And it was, you know, a serious marital book. I will tell you, I did read it. Seth did read it. But... I also listened to it on the audiobook, which Seth doesn't know. Um, I do know because you started listening to it on our last drive to Virginia. Oh, yes. So you do know and you did hear them, and they are super entertaining to listen to. So Yes, there's stuff on the audiobook that isn't in the typed in the physical book. So yes. you get extra bonuses on the audio version. So I recommend the audio version because they're so cute, and I love hearing them talk. And bicker. And bicker. So I picked this for my book club and my book club was so wonderful that they did review the book with me for a podcast that's coming out in March. And then I said to Seth, I said, we have a Valentine's special coming up. Why don't you read the book and we'll talk about the book? So I had a very different conversation with Seth. Ooh, now I'm curious to see what the book club talk conversation was. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. So you can, you can hear Seth and I talk about it on our Valentine's special on February 11th. And um, I was like, I want to write about it. It's very different for me to talk about something versus write about something. And Seth said that this is one of my... Um, Top 10 blogs best, ever. One of my best blogs. Okay. So this is TikTok. This is Facebook. Yes. Hello, Shauna and Emma. I 
love to write about things more, even more than I love to talk about them. There's something therapeutic to me about writing and go read my blog. So let's jump in and talk about this fabulous book. Yes. I'm always looking to be a better wife and be a better mother. And thankfully, Seth agrees. And, <laughs> and he, you are a better wife and a better mother. No, no. I, I am always trying to improve as a husband and a father. Is that what you were trying yes, to do? Yes. Yes. We both like to grow. I thought you agreed that, that I supported you wanting to be better. That was part of the attraction is that we both like to learn and grow and be better. Constant and never-ending improvement. Okay. So let's start with the rules to fighting. Do you have rules to fighting in your marriage? Tell us, have you written down rules? Have you discussed rules? Seth and I realized that we do have some unstated rules, but we've never like sat down and spelled out rules for fighting. Yes, we should come up with some more rules. Right, like no name calling, no swearing. We're supposed to we're supposed to talk in positive language when we make rules. So it would say something more like we will you we will be nice. We will use kind language. Yes. We we um. Yes, but no, there was more stuff. What what was our other rules? It was, um, we know how to hurt each other, and and we need to use our powers for good. We talked yes. about that. Yes, Shauna says we have no rules, but we should. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Yes, we have kind of like mumbled rules to each other like we shouldn't swear we shouldn't you know be yelling shouldn't um, storm off. we hate when one of us says like you're acting like your father or you're acting like your mother we hate when each other does that, that. trigger for us um our parents are fabulous people if you watch yes. this we love you we think you're fabulous but we shouldn't like we should only point out when we're acting positively like our parents right yes you know we get we get we get the best of uh both worlds. Yes. <laughs> so what was interesting to Seth and I was we forgot that doing a podcast together is kind of like a therapy session. Totally was. I feel like, how long do you think our podcast was? 30, 40 minutes? Somewhere around there, Let's yeah. say it was, 40, it was like a 40-minute therapy session. And I definitely felt like we worked on and improved our marriage yeah, during that time. Yeah, it was like 40 minutes of talking about our marriage and working on our marriage. So we were like, we need to do podcasts. Yes, let's do more of that. We need to do more podcasts because it improves our marriage. Absolutely. So we will add that to the list. Hi, Jody. Do you know the word metacommunication? Have you heard this word before? Um, I don't know that that word was ever actually used when I did therapy with families, but we would say, um, let's go back and look at the sequences. That's the word that I used. Let's analyze how the argument went. So it's kind of like after the fact, you go back, right? Like you go back and you talk about how did the fight go? What did, what did you do well? What do you want to do again? What could you do better next time? Gotta and review the game film. And I've had so many, so many women say to me, well, my husband doesn't want to do that. Well, try to engage them and use yourself, use yourself and say, um, what did I do r right? And what do you want to see me do better next time? And then when they tell you, yes. don't be defensive because if you're defensive and angry about it, then they will clam up Why would I want to do and it they won't want to do it again. So be receptive and actually listen to their feedback. 
Uh, Shauna says, like, metacognition, thinking about your thinking. Yes. 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 Thinking. Hi, Lisa. So, so it's metacommunication, thinking about your communication. Yes. So it's the same thing, and you're not doing it in the heat of the argument. That is like... It does not go well. That is the we biggest... We tried that. <laughs> I tried that. Did not go well. Do, do not... She was not, not very receptive to my critiquing how she was talking to me <laughs> do, when she was mad. Do not try to engage in analyzing your fight during the fight. Um, you definitely have to be calm. Yes. Right? So do you know that it's important to fight? Do you guys know that? Do you know that fighting is good? And I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Seth doesn't like the word fighting, but anyways... Um, I told Seth when I met him and we got into a fight and he was like, oh my God, what is this? Yes, because my parents never fought in front of us. They went behind closed doors and whispered. So it was quiet. Hi, so we Lily. never knew they were fighting. So that's what, so I, I never saw it. I Chris, had no clue. Kristen says, yes, yes, yes. Yes. So, so Seth was like, what is this? And I my was wife like, has lost her mind. And I was like, Seth you we want this like we need to get it out and he was like well can you get it out less passionately less intensely Le yes. he doesn't yes. like it when i get intense yeah i think that yeah our first conflicts were yeah we were engaged and you were planning a wedding and that was some there were some stressful times during that do you like when i'm passionately happy yes <laughs> i just don't like the other side can't we just do one without the other i'm passionate about all of my that's feelings that's the problem that's the challenge i am adjusting forever to so kristen says yes to being receptive and i think that our fault is getting defensive. Yep, I do that more and than you do. We talk about it all the time that if we could stop being defensive, things would go so much and by smoother. Way, she mostly means me, and I'm throwing myself under that bus. Right, but if you were to say to me, "I really didn't like that you did X, Y, Z," then I need to hear you and try to work on not doing it again. Yes, but you have taught me it should be phrased differently. It should be, "Honey, when this ha I feel like I use the I language, right?" When I, I feel that when this happens, this is what this means, as opposed to blaming language, which is when you do this, this is bad, right? I remember what you teach me. Yes, yes, that was actually one of the things Kristen said when we talked about the book, is that her biggest takeaway was using better language in her fighting of I feel when. Yes. So it's important to fight because if you're not fighting, so I worry about the couples who don't fight because I'll tell you why. Why? They're disengaged. Maybe they don't care. Maybe they've totally disengaged from their partner or they're letting things fester. <laughs> and when you let things fester, that's not good either. We wanna talk about things as they come up because one of the things that happens when we don't is like, um, what do they call it about the airport? Stay in the airport, right? That was their term in the book. And part of staying in the airport is it's harder to stay in the airport if we haven't been talking about things along oh. the way. And staying focused on what you're upset about doesn't always happen if you haven't been telling your partner what's been upsetting you. Because you get distracted, you throw in other things, you kitchen sink, you get all these other things that you're upset about that you didn't say, and all of a sudden it comes out all at once and makes the argument much worse. Hi, Pamela. We, we will start fighting and Seth will be like, whoa, 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 whoa. We were talking about, you know, school. 
Well, yes, we were talking about school and the children, and all of a sudden you're mad at me about the dishes and, and, and two it's other things. It's always the dishes! <laughs> you see the emotional scar that you have left with all the times you critiqued how I did the dishes? Right, but I don't do that anymore. I greatly appreciate that. I... I, I need some scar tissue removal. I think it's hysterical that you always bring up the dishes. I really, and I shouldn't use always. That Thank was you. An, That's that, another bad word, right? He hates when I say always, always, and never, like, strike it from, from your, your vocabulary. vocabulary. Except I will always love you, and, like, I will never leave you. Those are okay, but... So you always oh do goodness. X that's negative, not so good. Oh my gosh. So I would say that the, you tell me if I'm wrong, Seth, but I think the number one way to have a good marriage and um, better fighting is to communicate. And I will tell you why I'm saying that. I mean, that's like a no brainer is that we have to communicate. But I was like having my own stuff going on. Um, like, was like in pain, like, I don't know if it was my back was bothering me and I was getting my period and I was, yep, I remember and this. I was cranky and he was like, you're so distant and we started fighting and I was like, well, I haven't been feeling good and my back's been bothering me and he's like, you don't tell me anything. He's like, I don't know what's going on with you if you don't tell yeah, me. Yeah, she was not communicating, so <laughs> I took it personally and assumed it was about me. Yeah. Her. So I probably should tell him if, yes. if something's bothering me. And, and for the record, I did not use the word distant. Okay. I don't remember what I said, but distant is just isn't a word I, I, I would normally use. Okay. Well, what word did you use? I don't remember, but it wasn't that. <laughs> um, I think you were feeling last on my list. Yes. That is, that is very better? true. That's a better yes. way. When, I, when he's feeling last on my list. When he's feeling last on my list, he's not a happy person. Correct. Um... Kristen says, it's also hard to follow communication when tempers flare yep. and talk becomes fast, like hard to comprehend. Absolutely. I go to this place. Yep. Seth <laughs> is like she's in her place. Yep. Um, it's not even that I'm reactive. It's that I'm over stimulated overwhelmed my senses are all overwhelmed and i'm not going to be any good in an argument correct so i used to like i would parent I, and sympathetic nervous system or yes, something is an overdrive yes so they talked about recognizing your sympathetic nervous system like what are the signs that you're not in a good place and i know because i start to feel it inside like i gotta get away <laughs> i've had max ask me that later like Later in the car, he'll be like, or the next day, if he hears, if he was around when the conflict happened, that I did not do, he'll be like, Dad, did you really think that was a good idea to keep going when you said this to Mom? Did, 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 did the, not, not, the thought not pop into your head that you should probably just shut up right then? And I'm like, man, you are so much smarter at 15 than I was. Than, He's at, also not passionately fighting with a woman that he loves. This is true. So, remember that. Right. So... Um, our pattern used to be that Seth would badger me. Yes. Like, like Max said, he wouldn't stop. And I would stonewall, which is no good. Do not stonewall. And it was just me shutting down. It was me being like, ah! But she did not have the communication skills at that point in time to express <laughs> that she couldn't communicate. She couldn't communicate that she couldn't communicate. So I took the silence or the sh shutting down as really, really bad. And oh my God, no, she can't go off and think by herself. That's terrible. I have to bring her out of this and finish this debate, this discussion right now, which was the worst thing for her at that point in time. Okay, so so 
fast forward 17 years yeah, later, well, yes. what do you think now? Now I recognize that you are not in a resourceful place to communicate. You need time to cool down, collect your thoughts. You will come back. We will finish the discussion. It might not be that night. It might be the next day. But the world will not end if you stop talking and think and get back to me. Well, and the other thing is, the other real debate is Seth wants it settled before we go to sleep. Well, I have this crazy, wonderful wife who used to tell me you can't go to bed angry. Turns yeah, out but that's not true. You yeah, can. but now well, we just sleep like crap. Well, here's the issue. I really screw it up because I will be like, I'm, I'm too done. tired. Like I'm done. Can we talk about it in the morning? And I think it's okay to go to sleep. Like I think I'm too tired and I need to go to sleep. And then we both sleep like total crap. And then you feel so more tired. It would probably pay off yes. for me to just stay, stay up, up and, and resolve whatever the issue we is. We gotta go to bed happy, honey. We gotta go to bed like we, made up. We need to go to bed happy or we do not sleep well. We have done it over and over and over again. Yeah, we're pretty stubborn. We should have figured that out by now. I think that we definitely Definitely should have figured that out years ago. Yeah, you, you are. It is. I have noticed that repeatedly the person who shuts down and says, I'm done, I'm going to bed, is you. And I'm like, I didn't know we could do that. She's like, Well, you can't do that. <laughs> oh my God. But you see how talking about our marriage is a therapy session. Yes. Because um, therapy's great. But we both realize that we need to resolve it before bed because we, it, we, it will pay off and we will sleep better. Yes. Yes. Kristen says, Joe and I are also stubborn. Amen. Uh, stubborn. It's hard when both are stubborn, right? Yes. I think that you, I don't know, do we take turns? Do you think you're more stubborn than me? I think I, think I used to think I was a very stubborn person, and then my, wonder, my, my wonderful wife showed me that if she passionately cares about something, oh boy. I got nothing. Oh, boy. You care more intensely than I do. I just say, all right, forget it. Wait, but I think we take turns caring about things. We don't always care yes. about the same thing. Rare, yes, that is a big plus. If we both cared equally intensely about the same thing and disagreed, that would be a unique challenge. Yes. Okay, so what did you think about secret contracts? Do you feel like we have them? Are you happy with them? I, I, so do you want to tell them what a secret contract is first? Uh, a secret contract is when you do things without talking about it without like agreeing on it it like, just happens like me i do the litter like me cooking dinner most of the time seth taking the garbage out like we never discussed it but we do it um it just happened are you okay <laughs> are you okay with can i have a drink yes are you okay with our secret contracts well they're secret you gotta tell me what they all are so we should write them all. You should write down what you think they are. I should write down what I think they are. And we should see if we agree. Um, at the moment, any secret contracts I am aware of that are no longer secret, I'm okay with. Um, I don't know if you'd like to renegotiate any. If you wanted to renegotiate, would you bring it up? Well, that segues into the section about asking for what you want. So, oh, let's do it. So it would depend on if I cared enough about rewriting the secret contract. Like if I really couldn't stand the litter and just had to stop doing it whether it would be worth it to me to bring that up, deal with you being mad and go, I don't, we're, you're supposed to do litter. I don't want to switch. I would have to really want to do something else to like make up for that. Right. But don't you think that if you said to me, I really don't want to do the litter or I really need a break or can we share it? Do you really think I would, I would say no? Well, the litter's a bad example um, for this situation. So do I think you would say no? It would depend on 
the state you had allowed Lily to put you in before when I asked. So Penn and Kim Holderness talk about how you're never going to get what you want if you don't ask for it. If you don't ask for it, you'll never get it. But if you ask for it, you have a possibility of getting it. But it's like we don't want to be vulnerable enough to ask for it because what if your partner says no? Right, and theoretically oh, the no. doesn't end. I right. mean, I I think I would I think I would ask you. Right, but you are also the person, at least in our relationship, who is normally the rejector, not the rejectee. So it's not you asking for something or you doing that isn't as big a deal to you because you don't get, let's say, for example, rejected as much. So you probably feel like I'm already doing 50 things and you don't want to ask me to do anything else. You do make it very clear how hard you work every day and I admire you for, and appreciate you for it. I, adm I appreciate you working hard every day. The yes, feeling is mutual. It is. I just don't communicate. I, that's on me. I just don't communicate it to you as much as you communicate it to me because I'm usually most of the time not stressed by what by doing that in my defense yes you are very well defended in my defense he usually is home like right after the children have driven me crazy yes I walk in the door and it's no I don't do that anymore you I used to really did that okay today I might <laughs> Other than today, you haven't done it in a while. Oh my god! I think it takes. I think it takes Lily like ten minutes to for you me to pick be like. Her up and maybe I'm like, maybe didn't you it's just time get her? You to call go me. To you dance. haven't even gotten driven all the way home yet, and you're like, take her. <laughs> He's totally exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. Lily, you are wonderful. I know you're watching. I think oh, compromise is a good word. One will always have to compromise on some level. Yes. Agree, Kristen. It's like the best marital and word. Big, 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 big O9 on TikTok says hi. Hi, Hello. big, 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 big O9. Lily, if you're watching, you're wonderful. We yes. love you. We're teasing. Yes. We're really teasing. For comedic effect. I'm defensive, says Emma, and passionate. If I truly believe something, as a couple, we will sort out stuff before we go to bed. Yes. Otherwise, otherwise we don't sleep. Yes. Okay, let's move on to sex. So the two things that couples fight about most are sex and money. Right? Yes. Sex and money. Yes. Um, you never have enough of either. <laughs> couples I always want more sex and more money. <laughs> couples never agree on how much sex they're having. Um, I have talked to so many couples and it would be like um, once a month versus like twice a week. Like that would be. That's a big difference. That would be like an example of what I was dealing with. <laughs> And I would be like, okay, let's work on a compromise. Okay, well, well, thank you for not being the once a month lady. Okay, anyways. <laughs> so. Too much information. I think that you, I, th I think that you have to discuss what your expectation is, what your need is, and there has to be compromise. You know, like if the, if one person is once a month and one person is twice a week, like let's meet in the middle. You gotta average it out. And Kim and Penn were talking about how when they had a drought, no sex, like their marriage was like not as good. Not as good. And then when they started having sex again, everything got better. And I think that's true. I think it makes you feel closer, more yes. playful, more loved, more loved, more connected. more connected and happy. And yes, you have to you have to have sex. If anyone tells you that you don't have to have sex in your marriage, they're wrong. Well, then your roommates, right? Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's true. You well, could just be roommates if you want, but then what do you need the ring for? 
to make sure that you won't go well, be a roommate not, with anybody else. It's not just about the sex. Yes. Cut it out. You said it. Okay, let's, can we move to money? <laughs> You're the one doing it. You're, it's your show. We oh, can move to whatever Okay, so talking about money is still hard with Seth. I'm not going to lie. When I met him, he very understandably had a scarcity complex. He did not make a lot of money. When we met. He was struggling to pay his rent. Yes. Was living on carnation breakfast. Like, had a reason to have a scarcity complex. Beyond that, you know, you think about what you learn, what examples you saw from the top of the stairs with your parents. So, it so we learned we learned stuff from our parents. I tend to be more like my dad, don't you think? Yes. And I feel like my parents always made me feel like we had money. Have we talked about this? We have not. I mean, I, you and I have talked about it, but not on air. And this is, I like where you're headed. So please talk more. I always felt secure about money. Both my parents were working. Um, my dad's a pharmacist. He made good money. Like, I felt secure. I did not have this. I mean, not that my parents didn't work, but I did not have the same experience. Well, and even if your parents were making good money, it doesn't mean they still don't feel scarce about money. Right. If you think about it from that generation, like our parents' parents went through the depression. That affects you. I mean, I remember when we were dating and you yelled at me because I asked your mother, like, she still, she hoards Kleenex. And Marlene, <laughs> I love you, but you know it's true. And I asked her, why do you have so many boxes? And why do you have Kleenex all over the place? And she's like, well, my mother grew up in the depression and they didn't have any Kleenex. Aww. So as soon as they could get all the Kleenex, she bought lots and lots of Kleenex so they would never run out again. And I just copied her. So I just have lots of Kleenex. I'm like, well, if we ever run out, I'm coming over here. My grandma always had Kleenex yes. in her, in her sleeve. She always had, right? she always had Kleenex. Up her sleeves. I would have a playing card. Nope. Kleenex, you never know. You might need some. Oh my gosh. And the so... purse is too far away. It's got to be up the sleeve. Okay. See, this is where she gets it from. So, when we bought We're our... We're low on Kleenex, by the way. When we bought our... I have a ton of Kleenex. Cut it out. <laughs> There's like boxes in the garage. See, I didn't know that. Okay, Shauna says, my parents are 15 years younger than my wow, in-laws. Wow, that's stiff. That's an interesting wow. dynamic. Oh, that's totally... Yeah, that's totally we, we crazy. That oh, we could have such a talk, Shauna. <laughs> So, okay, so we bought our first house and Seth was so, like he was a nervous wreck. You could just see it all over his face. I totally underspent on our first house because he was so stressed out. Okay, but in my defense. I knew you were going to say that. The year we bought that house, we got, like in that 12 month span, we got married, had our first baby, you know, that process and she quit her job like she was quitting her job wanted to quit her job to be a stay-at-home mom and i was the sole breadwinner so i, I was losing her I'm, paycheck so. i'm sorry honey i'm sorry it's okay um, shauna says that we need to send some boxes of kleenex to her classroom shauna we'll stock uh, you up with kleenex we got a supply so and if we run out we'll go over to her parents oh my stuff. goodness so i'm sorry and i did Hi, molly i did underspend on our first house Thank and you i for doing and that. it made him happy well less stress and then when we were shopping for our second house he kept bringing the price down but we won't go into a whole money conversation okay there was a situation about no that no that we're not going to get into the situation about that with a certain so we're not going to talk yes. about that yes. the fact of the matter is you kept yes anyway freely admit it so, Kim and Penn talk about values 
and spending stuff on what you value. Spending yes. money. Where you spend your money on, shows what you value. So do I value a house? Do I value a car? Do I value a new purse? Do I value a vacation? I have told you if you looked at where you spend your money on for the first 12 or so years of parenting, it's all on the kids. And I would literally have to say, honey, please go spend some money on yourself. Go to the salon, go to the spa, go buy some clothes. I value eating out so I don't have to cook. As yes, you, that as has become a big value. As you've <laughs> I mean, not every night. No, no, I cook not. a lot. You do. But I do spend money on ordering out to yes. give myself a break. Yes. So I like that. I feel like now, when if we have a fight about money, I feel like they have changed me where we will have a discussion about values when we're talking about money. Awesome. So we'll make it a different experience than our last fight about so money. Me, so me buying something to do my hair led to me explaining to Seth that with doing podcasts and doing vlogs and all the stuff that I do, I value doing my hair. Okay, that was not the first part of the conversation. The first part of the conversation was telling you about your friend's grandma, grandma, friend's kid's grandma, her friend's mother who bought the kid, who bought them like a $600 hair yeah. device. Yeah. And then you told me I got a knockoff for 60 bucks. Yeah. So I saved $540. Yeah. Yep. And ladies, I said, you know what I said? I said, no, I wasn't spending $600. You didn't save me $540. You're making that shit up. That doesn't count because I wasn't even spending $60 because every hair device that thing does, you have upstairs in a hair dryer, hair curler, hair straightener. You have them. They're all just separate. But they smashed it all into one. So now you got to go get it. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what really happened. So here's the situation. I'm the spender. Yes. And we... May have started this way. Yes, we were done. And yes. we're moving closer together. Yes. Well, as, like, let's say our businesses have grown, my scarcity complex has significantly reduced. So now, most of the time, I say yes more often than not. I said no when we were dating because I had no money and couldn't pay for it. Understood. Kristen says grocery money is always the main money topic in the house. We don't even talk about it, but Jamie... I gave up. We used to talk about it. Okay, Jamie and I had a conversation. I lost this battle. And Seth, don't hold me. <laughs> oh, oh, Jamie, I like where this is going if you're watching. So, you could be so, a very good influence on my so, wife. I sense it. Jamie is a bargain shopper. Yes, so is Kristen. Is. And Jamie is like, you have to start at Aldi's. Like, stop, oh. stop starting at Wegmans because I spend a fortune at Wegmans. I mean, $350 later. And if you saw what Max ate... I gotta go back to Wegmans. Still got a fifteen-year-old complaining there's no food. I, he stills complaining there's no food. So Jamie is like, start at Aldi's, save yourself some money, and then go to Wegmans. That's not a bad idea, Jamie. That wasn't what I thought where we were going when she mentioned your name. What did you? What did you? I had such high hopes. What did you think I was gonna say? Oh, I thought Jamie was gonna go with the B word on you. What's the B word? Budget. Oh my God, cut it out. He's, him in the budget, him in the budget. Actually Can planning I hit? your expenses in advance. Okay, Aldi's. I know, Shauna, I know. Everybody says Aldi's is the place to be. I gotta go to the one in East Amherst. I heard the one in East Amherst is awesome. So you I will go check it out. The one on transit right next to the place we go almost yeah, every but other day. The one that we, the one that I've been going to is not good. It's not good. Okay, okay so I think that, 
my biggest takeaway from the book that we talked about is me learning more, paying attention to understanding what he needs. Mm -hmm. Because I will just get annoyed instead of trying to understand yes. what's underneath, like why. There's always the a why. So like, why does he want to travel? Why does he want to go to conferences? Like, get underneath it and ask the questions. Yes, which would have done me good a couple of years ago before COVID when I was traveling a lot. Okay, well now that COVID Saved is a you. pain in the butt, um, you. you're home a lot more. So there yes. is good that came of COVID. Yes. So I do like that you're home more. Yes. So we can never appreciate or say thank you enough to our spouse. Thank you. Right? That I mean, that was a point that they could have written for 50 pages. A yeah, A whole book on just appreciating each other. I don't take for granted what he does. I thank him for going to work. I thank him for running Max to soccer. I try to say thank you a lot in our day. Yes. You agree. And I try and appreciate you very much as well. Um, should we end with treating each other like strangers? Yes, that's a great place to wrap it up. <laughs> so Nice to meet you. <laughs> so I'll be in the grocery store and I'll be like, I really like your nails. And um, how the is... Total people, stranger, how, she doesn't know. How is your day like, going? Are you picking these people up? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> well, first of all, it's usually women, so relax. <laughs> I don't talk to strange men, I don't know. <laughs> and, and, like, they will say, oh my gosh, thank you so much because I haven't had very nice customers Oh, right. The checkout people. Oh, my God. Right? The checkout people love her. <laughs> well, the checkout people try to talk to him, and he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Just check me out. That's what, I, that's what I'm, I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> I had one woman go, does your son go to X school? Or do you have a child who's in high school? I just graduated from high school. Oh I'm like, my God. oh, my God. Let's have, a, let's have a conversation about high school. Anyways, I'm very nice. She could tell you the teacher she just had, you know? I'm, I'm, Max up. I'm very nice to strangers. Yes. I'm very polite. I give them eye contact. I smile. Yes, yes. And we don't always do that at home. That is correct. And the thing that you pointed out or that yes, somebody else pointed out is that we don't flip out on strangers. Right, you wouldn't yell at a stranger. You wouldn't randomly come up to them and tell them something they were doing wrong. Like, you'd get punched in the face. You I mean, know. if someone, like, randomly... Skim, skimmed my car, I might not be so nice. Yes. I mean, I would try to be nice. Yes. But for the most part, I'm very nice to strangers. Yes. You should be as nice to your spouse. Yes. what they're saying. Yes. I had a nice talk with the lady in the DMV <laughs> Oh, my today. God, Emma. Oh, my God. Your accent. My accent starts a conversation because they want to know where you're from. Oh my God, the accent. People could talk to you all day with that awesome accent. So you should not affect an accent because then they'll talk to you even more and they already talk to you too much. Oh my God, he's so funny. She has a sign on her head that says, talk to me, tell me your life story. Uh, well, I think you mind that more than I do. <laughs> He'll be like, um, can we go? Like, stop talking to the checkout lady. <laughs> like, I'm trying to put the groceries in the car. Um, but you know, then I get the regular ladies at the store who recognize me and know me. Oh and... my god, that's all downhill from there. So then they actually know her. So I really, I really liked the book. Was yes. really surprised get the book. that Everybody it was fights. so therapeutic. I did not expect that from them. I thought that they were going to like be funny and 
No, it's a real marital book. It's a real marital book. Lessons they learned with their pastor to do a better job. Yes, being married. Yes, so if you read it, you should read it. Tell us what you think. Tell yes. us what you learn. Yes. Tell us what you're doing better in your marriage. Yes. What are you going to do better in your marriage? All of it. <laughs> okay. And I want to tell you before we go, Lily or Ella, we need you. We want to tell you that my February challenge is going on in my Whiny Palooza Mom Facebook group. And it's all about love this month because it's Valentine's Day. So we did loving your children, loving your spouse, and we're gonna do lots of love for five days. And then I have lots of Valentine prizes to give out. So come find me, Whiny Palooza Mom Facebook group free, it's free. Yes, and get the Whiny Palooza app on the Apple or Google App Store. Oh, she's watching right now. Who is? That's Shauna. And Emma, and Kristen, and Lily, are you still there? <laughs> and bug, 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 big, 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 oh, nine. The names, and all on, the other TikTok the names on TikTok are funny. Right, because it's hot, hot. You got to find a handle that you, Interesting, you interesting. Well, thank you for joining us. And Ella Bella Boo. The, thank you for watching Money Pluto Wednesday with the Green Family. Cha-cha chicken. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.